so curious. Have you ever gotten a negative comment on maybe a post or a story or a reel or a, you know, anything on social media, maybe a blog, or maybe you have a podcast and someone left you a negative review? Has that ever happened to you? And then like the blood kind of boils a little bit and you're like, what do I do with this? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today, handling a negative comment or criticism in a biblical way. Are you here for this? Because I so am. This is episode 176, and if you are listening on the day that it airs, it is September 6th, 2022, and I'm ready. Let's get negative for a minute. Well, not for too long. Hey there, my unicorn mama. Do you feel like you're not having success in your network marketing business? Are you struggling to build a team or get customers? Do you think people will run from you if you bring up your company or products one more time? Do you feel awkward like you're forcing sales? Do you hate cold market messaging, but have no idea what else would work to grow your network marketing business? What if I told you it was possible to build a successful network marketing, social selling business your way? A way that felt comfortable, authentic, and easy. Imagine if new customers and team members came to you and they actually wanted your products and to work with you. It's possible to have success by simplifying your process so you can convert in less time. I'm Michelle. Hey there. And after more than a decade in the network marketing industry, I finally figured out a system to help me show up as the audacious, unique unicorn God created me to be to use my time efficiently and effectively while not being tied to social media and having more fun in the process. In this podcast, you'll find ways to grow your network marketing, direct sales, social selling business through strategic goal setting, unlocking a growth mindset, social media strategy, tactical sales and marketing hacks, genuine, authentic connection, and relationships built on trust. You'll hear from expert guests and some fun, spicy conversations with other unicorns just like you. So go heat up that cup of coffee for the eighth time. I know how it goes and let's get started. Social media is a funny thing, isn't it? I know for myself that the screen, whether it's my phone or a computer, goodness, it has given me a false sense of courage at different times than I would really care to admit. Have you ever left a comment on something, a post, a podcast, a blog that you never probably would have said in person because more than likely 
you don't really know this person so well. Well, I would like to think that those times are few and far between. And honestly, I can't really think of a time too recently that I've done this, but I know that there have been times that I've allowed my flesh to get the best of me. I know that even in, you know, in in real life, I've allowed that happen as well. And so if I've allowed my flesh to take over, like in the real world, how much easier is it behind a screen, right? So crazy. So I'm guessing whether you've regretted leaving something in the past, you can likely recall a time that it's definitely happened to you where maybe someone left a comment or criticism that, well, it frankly hurt or it was really just unkind and unnecessary and yet they felt compelled to leave it. So what do we do? Here we are, right? You and I, just the two of us. Imagine we're sitting here at at coffee. We put ourselves out there, right? You're posting, we're sharing things, we're we're getting vulnerable. I mean, maybe we're not sharing like our deepest, darkest all the time, but we do things on social media because we care for our business, we care for those around us, those watching. I like to think of my followers as people that are walking in and out of my store. So if you're walking in and out of my store, like I care about you, right? So I'm putting myself out there, I'm being, I'm being vulnerable. And sometimes that vulnerability, those posts are met with unkind words, right? Like imagine back to that store, you know, you're, you're working that store and there's just like a disgruntled customer that comes in and maybe you didn't even do anything. Friend, I'm going to be the first to admit I've been that person before because, you know, maybe I'm having a bad day or whatever. And I walk in and it's just like, everything is like, and it, it's very obvious, right? And so if you're the store owner or the the person behind the counter or whatever, like you're just trying to be like, hey, how are you? Whatever. Sometimes you just can't positive a negative person, right? Well, let's bring it back to social media and all of these different avenues that we're in. I know from personal experience, and actually it's the exact reason for this episode today, because In the 16 months that I've been doing this podcast, and really in the 10 plus years I've been on social media, I can think of very few negative comments. When it comes specifically to this podcast, let me just tell you something. I've been doing this for 16 months, and I have had three negative comments. One has been in the form of an anonymous email, my absolute favorite. I love anonymous anything. And the other two have been in negative reviews. And so let's talk about this for just a minute. Let's talk about how do we handle these things because they're going to happen. And when I read these, like it's it's personal. Like this is my heart and soul on the line. When I was a photographer, same sort of ratio here. Like I had very few negative comments and it's when you get those one or two that come along, you're like, ow, like this is my, this is my heart on the line. Like this is my art. This is my heart. Like it's all right there. Right? So what do we do? If you've had any criticism yet, or if you haven't had any criticism yet, sorry, let me just be real hopeful for you. It's going to happen. It's coming. And I personally like to think of it 
like a badge of honor. I remember getting my first negative review a year or so ago and sharing it with my coach. And she was so funny. She did like a little, like a little happy dance. She's like, okay, you got that one out of the way. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Got that one. Check. Got the negative comment. Let's go. So isn't it funny how the Lord gives us opportunity to put what we say we believe into practice? He's giving me this opportunity right now. And I'm guessing there's at least one other person out there who is being, um, you know, kind of your feet to the fire where you're being forced to say, okay, this is what I believe. And now this is how, this is how I'm going to handle it. So what do you do when it happens? What do you do when somebody leaves a comment? Well, Here's the great part about these screens is it actually gives you that opportunity to to take a beat, like to breathe for a second. And so the first thing, I'm going to have you walk through five questions. And these are things that I didn't even realize I was walking through as I was reading through this, you know, this latest uh, person's opportunity to tell me what they thought. Number one. Is there any truth to it? I want you to look at the comment, look at the review, look at the whatever it is. Look at it objectively. Is there anything they've said that's true? I mean, friend, you're a business owner. And you, as hard as it might have been to hear that and to read that, like we, we got to look first and say, okay, but is it true? Just because we don't like what somebody said doesn't mean it isn't true. In fact, here's a little gut check for you. I'd venture to say the more angered and upset you're getting about it, the more chance that there is some shred of truth to it. I'm not saying it's 100% true. And I'm not saying that 100% of the time, if you get upset and frustrated and mad, that what they said is true. I'm just saying, use that as an opportunity to check your heart. Think about it. And friend, pray about it. Okay, so Philippians 4.8 tells us that we are to dwell on whatever is true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable, right? If any of those things are excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. Well, that's what I want you to look here. Like, is it is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it admirable? Is it true? Is it right? Like, run that through that litmus test. And then I want you to ask yourself this, and this might, this probably should have been the first question you asked, but is this someone who knows you? Is this someone you know? Is this someone who loves you? Is this someone that truly wants to help you? So let's be a thousand percent clear here. If this is a friend, she loves you, you know who this person is, you love her, you know that her desire is to build you up and and really help you to dwell on what is true and honorable and lovely and right and all of those things. If this is truly a friend, then I'm pretty sure she's not going to leave a comment here. So I think we can say that this is somebody that you don't really know. Right? Because if someone is leaving a negative comment or criticism on anything, your posts, your blogs, your podcasts, it's it's a good chance that they're not a friendly, you know, like they're just 
Because someone who loves you and cares for you and wants to help you, well, they're going to come to you in a way that shows their love and respect. Because what do we know? 1 Corinthians 13, 4 says that love is patient and kind. It doesn't envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. Rude. (laughs) It doesn't insist on its own way. It's not irritable or relent. I'm sorry, resentful. It doesn't rejoice in wrongdoings, but rejoices with truth. And it goes on and on about a few other things of love. So I think it's really clear that we can say this is not somebody who knows you. So I don't know about you, but for me, like I can't get too upset if this is not somebody that I already have a relationship with. Like this, this uh, what is it? Like a symbiotic relationship where, where we truly have a love and respect for one another. Now, it doesn't negate the, the facts of what they may have said. What they may have said still may be 100% true. It's just that it lands differently when it's not somebody who who truly cares for you. So based on those two things, is this worth getting upset over? If it's not a friend, someone who's poured into your life, someone you respect and admire, then is it really worth your time? And is it, if it's not true, like, is it even worth your frustration? Is it worth the energy that you have expended up to this point on it? probably not. Number four, is this a pattern? Have you heard this before? So is this a common theme? You may not like what's been said, but if you're continually hearing these things, then then sis, you need to humbly listen to them. Again, we don't like criticism, especially when it's said in a way that's like, you know, they've got, uh, what is it, like, scourge, screen courage, scourge, <laughs> screen courage, you know, they're behind uh, the, the, you know, they're a keyboard warrior. I said that phrase to my husband the other day, and he was like, what? I'm like, you know, when you get all this confidence behind a keyboard because you're not in front of somebody. So, like, if they're, like, a keyboard warrior... They didn't have the, the you know, I don't know, guts to just message you privately or, you know, send you a, a, you know, some way that was a respectful way of handling this. Even though they may have done it publicly, it doesn't negate what they've said. And if you've determined that there is some truth to that, then you're going to have to listen to it and and figure out like, okay, what, what do we do from here, which is what we're going to talk about next. But first... If it's not, like if this is a one-off, this is the first time somebody's ever said any of these things, then friend, keep it in perspective. Think through how many kind, lovely comments you've received. It's, isn't it crazy? You know, the whole one bad apple spoils the whole lot, the whole bunch. It's true here. You could have hundreds of positive comments, feedback, positive feedback up the wazoo. And the one, we we tend to like focus on that one. But friend, don't give it more time than it deserves. If you've determined that there's some truth to it, okay. Okay, fine. But keep it in perspective. Look at all the other 
positive, even, you know, run it past somebody. If you're not sure, you're like, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't think this is true. Maybe it is. Run it across people that you do respect and admire who are familiar with what you're doing and ask them, hey, is this true? Is this like, is this legit? Is this something that I need to, maybe I've been blind to it. Like, let me know. Okay, number five, what can you do from here? So I'm a firm believer that we need to look inward first, always. It's easy, so easy, right? To point the fingers and get mad and maybe even bark back. But what is that really gonna do? Probably just prove their point. So we need to start with us. We need to look through that. You've determined what parts of that are true, what is not. Start with yourself. Are there things like, did they did they make a point there? Are there things that maybe you need to need to tweak, fix? You can also, you need to pause. Like, take a breath. Pray. Don't respond right away or at all. If you can help it, grace, offer so much grace. Because friend, let's face it, the Lord has poured his grace and mercy over us in abundance, right? We do not deserve to be walking this earth. And yet, here we are. If it is necessary and appropriate to respond, take it offline. Treat them how you would have liked to have been treated and go message them offline. Although I would venture to say that most of these types of things, they just don't require a response. Don't don't fan the flames, you know. Most of the time you can just end it right there. Be the bigger person. And finally, forgive. Humble yourself and forgive. Keep your eyes on the Lord rather than the the comment. If we're here to build this business, to honor the Lord, then we need to be looking towards him, right? This comment, whether there's truth to it or not, you're going to use it and you're going to learn from it. I'm going to leave you with this. Proverbs 29, 11. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds back. I will not speak for you, but I know for myself, I have been the fool far too often. And when I have managed to quietly hold back, I have far less to apologize for. Friend, I don't know what brought you to this episode and I don't know what you've had to deal with, but I hope that you take encouragement from this and and look through this. Ask yourself these things. Is there any truth to it? Is this from somebody you know who loves you, who really wants the best for you? Is this worth getting upset over? Is this a pattern? Have you heard this before? And finally, what can you do from here? And before anything, take it to the Lord in prayer. Pour over this and just ask for his wisdom. 
I hope that you're having an amazing day. I hope that you had a fantastic Labor Day. If you're in the United States, it was Labor Day the day before this. And um, I hope it was nice and relaxing for you. If this episode ministered to you, if it resonated with you in any way, would you do me a huge favor? Take a screenshot, share it in your stories, tag me at It's me, Michelle Castro. And if you have not done so yet, would you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star nice review? If you've got something that you wanted to share me that isn't necessarily nice, you know where to find me. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook. I'm all over the place. You can email me, all the things. Go ahead and send those over there. But if you have been blessed by this podcast, whether it's this episode or any other one, I would love for you just to go on over there and leave a review. It would mean so much to me. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you later.